And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Greenlight Reviews. I'm Les Roberts. I'm Ann Elder. Today, Ann, we're going to review a film called Beginners. Okay. It's directed and written by Mike Mills, and it stars Ewan McGregor, Christopher Plummer, and Melanie Laurent. All fine, fine actors, I might add. Absolutely. But let's begin at the beginning. Okay. So, to begin. Yes, sir. This is a snoozer. It surely is. I agree with you on this. It's about a young man named Oliver, played by Ewan McGregor. And we find him at the beginning of the film going through the effects of his late father, Mm -hmm. Hal, played by Christopher Plummer. And we discover through flashbacks that when he was 75 years old, Hal finally came out of the closet and announced to his son that he was and has always been gay. Despite the fact that he and Oliver's mother were married for 47, 48 years. Yes. Mm -hmm. The mother, by the way, in flashbacks, is played by Mary Page Keller, and I think she's the best thing in this film. She's very good. What happens here is that somewhere along the way, while he's in mourning, Oliver falls in love with a very, very, very beautiful woman named Anna, played by Melanie Laurent. If you all saw Inglorious Bastards, you will remember Melanie Laurent for her wonderful performance mm-hmm. and her fire. Somebody put the fire out <laughs> in this picture because this character, Anna, and her sometime lover, Oliver, both have no fire whatsoever. And the scenes between them just kind of lie there. I agree. You know, when I go to a movie, whether it's a good movie or whether it's a bad movie, I demand that at some point in this film, I'm going to sit forward on my seat and say, wow, that's what they did this movie for. That's why they tried to do this movie and it doesn't work. They don't try to do anything here. Nothing happens. For two solid hours, nothing happens. And the people are so incredibly boring that I found my eyes not closing but crossing out of total boredom. I think what the writer was trying to do here, Mike Mills, is that he wanted to explore the idea that every day is a beginning, that we're all in the process of beginning new chapters in our lives, no matter how old we are. And in the case of Hal, who is 75, coming out and being gay is just one aspect of his life in this movie. The other part of the film is that he learns rather quickly in the film that he has terminal cancer. So while that doesn't inform the entire story of the movie, it really affects the film so deeply, in fact, that there is kind of a cloud of sadness that hangs over this film for the duration of it. And it really affected my enjoyment and my engagement with the movie. I also felt that we have been subjected to seeing many movies about senior citizens in the last few years, and it seems like almost all of them deal with these characters in some stage of dying. Now, I know that we're all headed in that direction. That's one of life's inevitables. But when I go to the movies less as I get older, I am inclined to want to see older people getting on with their lives rather than heading for Box City before the credits roll. And it really is depressing. And it really takes 
all the joy out of going to the films when every movie about a character who's over 60 years old is in some throes of a disease, whether it be Alzheimer's or cancer or a stroke. And that's what the movies seem to be serving up to us. You know, there were two great movies that did exactly what you're talking about, and I loved both of them. And I saw them when I was much younger than I am now, of course. One of them was Harry and Tonto with Art Kearney, and the other was On Golden Pond with Catherine Hepburn and Henry Fonda. Both these films Mm -hmm. had Oscars all over the place, and I was hoping so hard that Christopher Plummer was going to rise above this bad script and have me talking about Oscars again, but it's not going to happen here, I don't think, despite what a lot of critics have said about this film. I agree. I think people get very, very involved with boring movies that they choose to regard as art. There ain't no art here. There ain't no movie making here. Well, I think, too, that the writer-director Mills seems to want to thrust the picture in many different directions, and as a result, I felt the film was haphazard hazard, disheveled, random, and unkempt. And that kind of was the way that I looked at the way the main characters are dressed and the way they are portrayed, the way the interiors are presented. I mean, everything in this movie is kind of down and out and dreary and dirty and joyless and miserable, you know, and I felt like, gee, I really don't want to be here. I really like to go to the movies to escape all of this sometimes. And this movie just dropped it right on our heads for two hours, and I got a little resentful of that. All the characters live in tacky, tacky places. Now, I understand that you can't always make movies about rich people who live in mansions. I understand that We get that, sure. And not everybody lives in Woody Allen-type huge condos in Manhattan, either. That's right. We know that. Sure, but it was so depressing. And, you know, if somebody dresses depressingly and lives depressantly, (laughs) how can you possibly for one moment think that they're interesting people? They're not, especially Oliver and Anna in this picture were not terribly, terribly interesting. How about the scenes where the two of them are just beginning to find each other attractive and they visit his apartment and instead of having some titillating dialogue where you get to know the two of them and you see that they're flirting and so on, he takes us through the house and describes each room. This is my bedroom. This is the living room. This is my table. This is my kitchen. This is my coffee cup. This is my window. I loved where he said, these are my stairs. Thank God he said that to her or she never would have known those were stairs. I don't know what she would have said (laughs) when she saw them. The director also tried to provide us with as many distractions as possible so that we would not see what a really miserable movie this is. I'm talking about the oddball graphics that he uses. Oliver is a graphics designer, so he's doodling all the time, and so he puts those up on the screen to show that there is a kind of fanciful, whimsical side to this movie. There really isn't. Then, in order to get some laughs, and I mean there are really none, but he tries to get them. There's a cute little dog in the movie, and every once in a while he shoots a close-up of the dog, and then he puts subtitles under there as though the dog is telling us jokes. Not funny. Lines were terrible. I mean, this was bad. There was a lot of yo-yo editing going on back and forth between the past and the present. Sometimes you didn't know, are you in the past? Then it flashes forward. It was just anything he could do to confuse the issue Mike Mills seemed to do. And I think he wanted to create a film that was interesting to people, to the audience. But unfortunately, he didn't have a story. And that's where it all begins. Story, story, story. If they had decided to make this film about 
Pal, about the Christopher Plummer character coming out, finding a lover much, much younger than himself, who is played in this film by Goran Visnyak, and how that would affect his son. Sure. And how he feels about that. That would have been interesting. More Christopher Plummer in this film would have been interesting. But then he's dying. So now you have the main character at death's door for most of the film. And that doesn't create any kind of a story for us. I mean, hey, we know what the ending is, you know, and it's unfortunate, but there is nothing particularly informative about this story point. You know, at times, I felt like I was watching an Ingmar Bergman kind of Swedish bleak movie without the English (laughs) subtitles. Except for the dog. He had English subtitles. Yeah, he did. You know, you can only hope that this director, I'm sure he is talented because I think he knows that there are great movies to be made out there and I think he's got a talent, certainly for directing. I think he can find a way to inject a little more happiness in his next project and if he does so, he just might make an entertaining film instead of an ode to grief and misery. So, despite the nice acting from Christopher Plummer. I really do enjoy him. And I like Ewan McGregor very much as an actor. I just have to give this one a red light. It's just too down in the dumps for me to recommend it. I was stunned when I saw this film because I was really looking forward to it. And I was amazed that there was nothing in the film that I found enjoyable. I loved looking at Melanie Laurent. I hope I get to do so again in a better film. I liked Mary Page Keller for what little she did as the mother Georgia, but this film to me was very, very wearisome. And for that reason, I am also giving it a red light. So, two red lights for beginners. We're going to see another film. We're going to begin to see another film, I guess. And I hope we like it better than this one. We've got to. <laughs> Until that time, my name is Les Roberts. I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight Reviews hopes that you, along with us, will be beginners to a terrific evening at the movies. Hello everyone, my name is Matt Neglia, and I am the host of the Next Best Picture podcast, part of the Film Entertainment Awards website, nextbestpicture.com. On our show, we explore all year long what is possibly going to win Best Picture at the Oscars. We do this by conducting interviews with people within the film industry, holding weekly reviews of the latest theatrical releases, and on our main show, where we dive into various different topics, answer your fan questions, and also do our best to explore Oscar history's past in hopes that it will tell us something new for this upcoming award season race. We hope that you will join us on all of the various podcasting networks. We look forward to seeing you over at nextbestpicture.com. Hey, 